You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're listening to the E2C Network. Podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. War Eagle, everyone, and welcome to Hitchcock Hecklers. I'm your host, Justin Hostler. And if you're listening to this by now, you know that, well, sports are canceled. It's been a tough pill to swallow, but the measures being taken are necessary for our communities to have a chance to minimize the spreading of the coronavirus, COVID-19. Uh, this thing, this virus has just totally crippled the world and put a halt on just about all that we know to be normal in pretty much every corner of the world. So, um, you know, different steps being taken and with social distancing being the primary recommendation of slowing the spread, the sports world has essentially been ordered to cease and desist. As unfair as all of this seems, it is critical to regaining what we all know and love, but it wouldn't feel right if we didn't you know, tie up some loose ends, especially with the 2020 baseball season and you know, talk about what our shortened season means for the Tigers and, um, you know, see what it means for us going forward and I guess also for the immediate future. So I don't want this to come across as like a, a I don't want to be Debbie Downer. I don't want to rain on anyone's parade. I think everyone's parade has got enough rain at this point. I don't want it to be like a, you know, doom and gloom type show that I'm going to do here, but um, I will touch on some positives that we you know saw from the the ball club this year first though do a little recap of how this year ended even if it was a very abrupt and unfortunate ending which it was so we didn't get to play a lot of baseball this year baseball is typically a long season and um it's you know 162 games at the major league level close to 60 games in um, you know, at the collegiate level. So, you know, depending on postseason play and, you know, we didn't get all that. We, we got cut short just as, you know, NBA, uh, college basketball, college softball, college equestrian, you know, there's, there's a lot of people being cut short by this. And so, you know, baseball is, is one of them. We'll see how the major league baseball season turns out. We'll see if, um, you know, if we get any baseball and we'll see, hopefully see some football in the fall. You know, but a lot of that stuff is still yet to be determined, and you know, I guess for a, a good cause, we've we've got to you know take these measurements to make sure we are all being safe. So um, let's recap the 2020 season for Auburn baseball, or you know, lack thereof of a full season. So um, we finished the season at 13 and five. We finished with you know on a two game slide to end the season just before we 
got underway with SEC play. We were scheduled to play uh, Texas A&M, and right before that series started, we you know got the no- the uh, no- notice that that was the end of the season. So um, three of our losses, three of the five, came in a weekend series versus UCF, and then we ended up dropping a couple of midweek games in a row versus Georgia Tech and Wofford. The Georgia Tech game, I. Don't want to say that I saw that coming, but I, you know, I definitely touched base on it in the touch base uh, in the last uh, episode that I did, and you know, we ended Georgia Tech's season on a on a very sour note in 2019. So um, I, you know, I, I felt like they were going to come into that game with with a little extra and and just really wanted to stick it to us if they were able to, and then you know, that is what what ended up happening. Um, the the Wofford game. I would say it was sort of a surprise. I think that, um, you know, top and bottom, we should probably have a better roster and definitely a a deeper pitching staff. So you're seeing our, you know, third and fourth pitchers in in the rotation on those weekday games. But, um, you know, I still feel like we probably should have been able to Still find a way to get a, a victory versus Wofford, the squad of uh, uh, Spartanburg, South Carolina, which is just outside of Greenville, where I lived for a little while. So um, I'm pretty familiar with the, the Wofford Terriers. Um, other than that, though, you know, we swept every other game, every other series that we played in, in quite honestly, dominant fashion by a total run tally of 147 to 24. In those 13 games we played, so averaging over 10 runs a game, um, you know that's that's pretty that's pretty staggering, honestly. Like we we definitely, I wouldn't say that we were a streaky team. You know, in basketball this season, it kind of seemed like we were a little streaky. We, you know, 15 in a row wins and then two losses in a row. Put together another what eight wins and then two losses in a row. And so um, I, it, this season was again cut short, and so we weren't really able to. Um, you know, see if that was a trend for this team or not. But um, in the in the games that we were able to to uh, find find a way to, to get a win, you know, we did so in a, in a pretty dominant fashion. We also had some huge games offensively this season. Like I said, in those thirteen wins, we averaged over ten runs. But um, on the season, we had seven games of ten or more runs scored, including games where we scored 14, 16, 17, 18, and 20 runs. So um, definitely definitely nice to see a little bit of offense while while we were able to, to keep taking the mound. Um, meanwhile, the pitching staff, which myself and many others, I'm sure, would consider the strength of this team, they were able to throw five different shutouts. So um, again, short season, but we were able to see a couple good things. Some of the bright spots that I think deserves some credit offensively on this team would be Rankin Woolley. Rankin Woolley, um, he's a stud. I can't wait to. I hope he. I hope he's playing uh, again for us next year, but that's still to be determined. And um, you know, he tied the for the team lead in batting average um, with Matt Scheffler, catcher Matt Scheffler, at four twelve. So the two of them both were hitting four twelve at the end of the season, which is. That's, that's pretty impressive. Um, Rick Woolley also led the team in RBIs, slugging percentage, and OPS. So I would say consistently he was, he was probably our, our, our best offensive threat. 
And then when it comes to just the word consistency, I think Mr. Consistent, Ryan Bliss, um, you know, did, did really well in many different aspects of the game. Um, and not just offensively, he's such a good middle infielder. He's played second, he's played short. Um, he's a leader in the clubhouse. He hit 377 on the year with a team high in hits, uh, doubles, triples. He was second on the team in RBIs. Um, and then also on the base path, him and Brody Moore each had five stolen bases. So a complete player, Ryan Bliss is. Um, you know, he's a guy who's going to do anything that the team needs him to do in order for his team to get the win. So um, in in a couple of the losses, it did seem like he may have been the only guy who kind of came ready, kind of, you know, ready to fight. And um, I think he ter- deserves a ton of recognition for the team's success this season. 13-5 and five, again. I don't know how many times I'm going to say it, and, and I'll, I'll try to stop saying it, but the season was cut short, and we're going to see a ton. But, um, you know, Ryan Bliss was was one of the most consistent players that we've had in, in quite some time in, in just the, the short period of time that we did play. We're going to take a quick break from this episode for a special announcement. One of the things that we take great pride here at the E2C Network are our listeners are really our E2C Network family. Now, I know they enjoy listening to us, but let's be honest, every once in a while, they probably would like a little bit of change of pace. Well, that's where you come in if you're a business owner. If you have any interest in partnering with us in terms of ads or sponsorships on our podcast episodes, you can reach us at e2cnetwork at gmail.com. Let us help you reach the widest variety of Auburn fans out there. I mean, come on, who else listens to a network where they cover everything from Auburn football to The Bachelor and the connections it has with Auburn. Utilize our podcasts, Facebook live shows, and other flexible partnership opportunities that are available upon request. Let us help you reach the E2C Network family and the Auburn family at large on how you might best be able to serve them. Reach out to us at e2cnetwork at gmail.com for more information. That's all we have for you in this special message. Let's get back into the episode. On the mound, um, Tanner Burns, I I hope that Tanner Burns is able to come back, and I hope that he ends up coming back. I don't think he will. I think he's probably going to um, be playing in uh, some Major League Baseball team's uh, farm system next year. But um, him, Jack Owen, and Bailey Horn, all three of our weekend starters, finished at 3-1 and one on the season. Uh, Cody Greenhill, Bull, was lights out from the bullpen this year. He didn't give up a run in his 12-plus innings of work. Uh, he and Tanner Burns combined for a one-hit shutout on March 6th versus Chicago State. Bailey Horn had what was, to me, the performance of the year in an 11-strikeout game just a couple of days later versus that same Chicago State team. He was just absolutely shoving the ball through the strike zone. Um you know, I I was really really excited to see how Bailey's season would progress, and so um, you know that's that's another bummer that we're not able to see that. Um, all three weekend starters showed really good command throughout the year, and were able to make quick work during all of their outings, minus the UCF series. Each of them took a loss in those three games, but um, outside of that, you know, really just stellar stuff from this this pitching staff that we kind of you know all assumed would be in that kind of position where they're able to kind of take over games. So um, now again, all of these numbers are obviously a small sample size of what the season was expected to be. So 
it's not a knock on any of the other players that I didn't mention on this team. And to me, that's one of the unfortunate parts about the baseball season being cut short. It's, like I said, expected to be a long season. And, you know, sometimes a guy won't get into a groove until later in the season. And sometimes those guys who find different ways to help the club in the later parts of the year prove to be the most valuable and, you know, that again, that's that's a bummer that we didn't get to see how that played out, you know. Um, we didn't get to see who that player might have been. You know, a player who could have come up big in huge moments as league play got in the way. Or a player who may have bounced back at the right time in postseason play. You know, for those, like, legendary moments in the way that Stephen Williams did last year. But also for the players themselves, you know, this, this really... Um, it's really unfortunate because they weren't able to showcase their talents when the you know when the lights are bright on the big stage in order to help their careers progress to the next level. Like those scouts, you know, really really pay attention to how they perform, and and they were they had that taken away from them, and and that's unfortunate. And this doesn't just go for Auburn; this goes for all of all of uh, college baseball. But um, you know, obviously, we're pulling for our guys and and hope for all, all of our guys to be able to you know, take the talents to the next level. And, and so, it, it, you know, it's unfortunate that we weren't able to do that. So what does this mean? What does this mean for Auburn baseball team moving forward? Well, I think that the big question on everyone's mind is, you know, how is this going to affect eligibility? Obviously, um, you know, with the season being cut short, there was a lot of powers that decided, um, you know, this fair isn't the right word, but, um, you know, some of the, the bigger players in the NCAA, um, they saw that. And it was very obvious that this wasn't, um, I guess, fair, for lack of a better term. But it was announced by the NCAA that they would grant an extra year of eligibility for spring sport athletes, which baseball is included in. So um, spring sports, you know, not, not winter sports. So basketball season, very, very sad that our seniors weren't able to continue. But how does that, you know, when it comes to baseball, even um, track and field and softball and, and other spring sports that I haven't mentioned, but you know, how does that affect the scholarship levels? Like, does that extra year only count for seniors? How does it, how does it affect players considering entering the draft? Like, does that is that going to change their mind if they're able to come back to school for another year? Uh, I saw a report, it might have been just on Sunday, sun, mon- Sunday or Monday, um, from USA Today that reported, um, it was kind of nice because it actually mentioned Auburn, but um, Auburn alone would need nearly $500,000 to cover just one year of eligibility for this year's senior class you know, for the eight spring, spring teams that, that we had going on. So, um, you know, regardless of how you spend that, that's a lot of money, um, a decent percentage that money comes from donors who are less likely to donate during what looks to be like a recession that we'll be in. Um, and I would imagine that, you know, they, they probably are less likely to donate those, those big dollars. And, you know, how's that going to affect schools? I, it's, you know, I, I don't know. It's um, for Auburn. I think we're in a lot better scenario than if we were at a smaller school, we've got a huge, revenue driving sport which is football and that's uh kind of drives the boat for for most uh most of our school sports that we have um so i think that we're in a little better position than some of the other schools but there's definitely 
um, some schools who they have to ask that question, like, is this, are we able to do this? Like, I don't know. I wish I had an answer to all these questions and hopefully um, answers will become available as this global scenario that we're in comes to an end. Um, but the one thing that is for sure is that nothing is for sure right now. And so that is uh, the looming question over the college sports world and the professional sports world right now too. Um, as far as Auburn goes, um, Coach Butch Thompson and our athletic director, Alan Green, um, the Auburn sports, Auburn athletics, Auburn baseball is in good hands. And, you know, those two, along with all the head coaches on campus, I'm sure are working tirelessly to come up with solutions to all these questions. But um, there's still there remains a high level of uncertainty. I hate that this season has ended the way it has. I, I'm sure anyone who, you know, spends any time you know, following sports at all, um, you know, is, feels the same way. But, you know, when you play sports, you're told, you know, you play high school sports, whatever. If you played, you know, middle school sports, whatever, you know, you're always told to play every play as if it could be your last because you never know when it's going to be your last pitch or last snap of a football game or last shot you're going to take in basketball. You never know when that time is going to come. And it feels like for many players that, their last play or snap or shot all came at the same time. And, you know, especially for the winter sports that were on the brink of the postseason. And um, I won't, <laughs> if you haven't listened to Auburn Elvis talk about equestrian, I suggest that you do that because he will get you absolutely fired up. Um, but he, you know, he talked about how our equestrian team that was just absolutely dominant again this year, you know, their season was cut short, too, before having a chance to play for an SEC championship and a national championship. So, um, you know, luckily for baseball, there does see, seem to be some type of silver lining to all this with uh, spring sports getting another year of eligibility. But again, like there's there's so many unknowns and, you know, I'll, I'll do everything I can to, um, you know, keep everyone updated. And, you know, as I say goodbye on this episode to the 2020 season. I vow to bring you any updates that I am able to uncover and report on. But, you know, during this trying time where who knows what's going on, I know there are people right now who are struggling with with work and being able to, to work at this time and, you know, being able to spend time with your friends to go out and to, you know, enjoy a game at, at a bar or whatnot. Like, it's going to be a tough time. And, you know, I encourage you, you know, as a host of the show, I hope to have some type of voice and, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not out here trying to change anyone's lives, but who knows, maybe I am, um, who, maybe I am able to do that. But during this time, you know, on this, uh, sports hiatus, if you will, I encourage you, if you're listening to this, I encourage you to find a way to better your quality of life. You know, reach out to an old friend, work on your relationships, watch an old movie, um, you know, use technology to your advantage and do everything that they're saying. Practice these safe and healthy habits. You know, listen to the guidance from your local officials on ways to eliminate the spread of the coronavirus. And, you know, the last thing that I encourage you to do is to read the Auburn Creed. I think that you'll find, you know, some very interesting things and find it very interesting how many of those lines that we've all come to love and live directly apply to what we're all going through together during this difficult time. So 
Um, I wish that there was going to be another episode next week. I wish there was going to be episodes all the way into June covering the College World Series. I you know, made some bold predictions at the beginning of this season talking about how I think that we'll um, improve on last year's season and, and make it further into postseason play. And again, there's there, it wasn't too much further that we were going to be able to go because we were in the College World Series last year. So, um, you know, I, I really... I feel for everyone, you know, the, the service industry is, is really struggling right now. Um, you know, the healthcare industry right now, if you know someone who's in healthcare and, and they're out there, you know, kind of on the front lines right now, just, just being our, our soldiers out there against this war, like take the time to say thank you to them and, and show them your appreciation because they do so much for us all the time. And it's times like these where, you know, they start to, you know, it starts to be a little more evident that those people are so critical in our day-to-day lives. But, you know, take the time to say thank you and let them know that you appreciate them. That is it. That is it for our show today. That is it for the 2020 baseball season. I hope to see you guys next year. I just want to say thank you to all of you listeners out there. Thank you to the ETC Network. And until next time, listeners, forever and always, War Eagle. Love you guys. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?